Hello everyone, welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda, and I want to wish you all a happy Monday. First of all, I hope that you had a nice weekend. Um, you know, it's interesting that I have committed to this journey on the podcast. Part of it is because I knew that it would keep me accountable to something that I wanted to do. And I also always like to share with you um, the different tools that are helping me to learn and to grow and to um, help keep me on track with my own work, self-work, self-healing, self-exploration, all of these things. So I am here on day eight, but I do have to admit, you know, there was a point this morning where I was like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I've committed to doing this podcast 22 days in a row. But I, um, on the other hand, again, I'm very thankful because it does keep me accountable to the process and I hope that you are enjoying it as well. So as always, I invite you to the Seeker Circle if you would like to share your experiences uh, with all of us. And you can go to uchi.com, that's Y-E-W-C-H-I.com, sign up for the newsletter, and you will get access to the Seeker Circle as well as some other free tools to help you on this journey. Um, one of the things I also wanted to invite you to is I will be doing a Facebook Live in the Seeker Circle today at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, which is 5 p.m. Eastern. And it's just so that we can have some real-time live interaction around anything that may be coming up for you or even if you want to share your interpretations with the cards. So again, join us in the Seeker Circle. We can share an exchange live today. All right, so we are on the chariot. Um, and this card, first of all, I just want to let you know that some people believe that this card is like the summary of all of the previous cards that we have gone through so far. So within this card, we see elements of all of the previous cards we have um, explored this week. And it also has, you know, some meaning of its own as well. So one of the main things or mm, interpretations of this card is it really speaks to the energy of your willpower. It also speaks to control, self-control, and victory. Now, one of the things I want to ask you or to have you start considering before we begin is what does motivate you? What are you moving towards? What are you trying to have success with? Where are you going? How, how are you moving forward? Okay, so let's look at the chariot and see what we can explore about ourselves today. Um, we are looking at the element and the associated planet with every card. And with this card, we have the element of water and also the planet um, association is the moon. And together, that is the energy of the sign, the um, astrological sign, Cancer. So with this card, we can look at 
um, the energy of our emotion and how it relates to our willpower. So one of the first things I want you to consider is the power of your emotion. And we've talked about this on other episodes. Um, Our emotion and what we feel is usually, you know, that's like the driving force of the action we take. A lot of times what we feel, um, if it's not controlled, (laughs) we can be um, reactive or impulsive because of our feeling. You know, how many times have you reacted just off of raw emotion? Um, Sometimes that can be, you know, supportive, but a lot of times that can not uh, work out in our favor. So one of the first considerations, again, is control of emotion and how the power of your emotion, of your emotion, can really be the driving force of your um, motion or what it is that you do, what you put into action. So I did mention that this card is about willpower, control, and victory, but it can also be about overcoming obstacles. So another thing to consider is, are there any challenges that you're faced with right now? Um, Are there any obstacles that you're trying to overcome And how do you do that? And how do your emotions or what you feel play a hand in this? Now, the only way we can overcome our challenges or our obstacles, of course, is with forward movement. It's about how you assert yourself. Now, again, our emotions can cause us to be reactive, But we can also assert ourselves with our wisdom. So we'll get into that a little more. And that's where the elements of the other cards that we've gone through has come in. But, um, you know, one of the first things we have to address is, you know, sometimes we don't feel like it, right? You know, sometimes we are not motivated to move ahead, Sometimes we don't feel motivated to take action or to um, assert ourselves. So how do you get to that place of using your willpower, of um, gaining control of your emotion, your will, and putting yourself into action? Now, with the cards that we've looked at before, obviously, a lot of this comes from within. You know, our, our power of our mind, um, accessing our intuition, uh, having the willingness to be open to try new things, um, stepping out of our fears, getting to know our um, Um, intuitive mind as well as being responsible for our our logic the choices that we make now let's get into the elements of the card and see how this really kind of opens up for us now one of the first things that stands out uh, are the sphinxes on this card so right in the front there are two sphinxes and they are black and white And these are um, symbolic of, in a way, they're in connection with the high priestess 
Remember, she was in between the two pillars of uh, initiation, which were also black and white. But this is about accessing our inner wisdom to support our will, to support our action. But this black and white, remember, it also speaks to duality. And so because they are on either side of the chariot, it speaks to that neutral space, being in the middle, that balance, so that we are functioning outside of extremes. So that you are not functioning from a space of your own inner duality, but instead harnessing the different aspects of you. In this case, it could be the mind. Remember that blend of the intuitive mind and the conscious mind in order to have clarity and to make decisions to move forward that will be most supportive of you. Now, another thing on this card is there is a symbol on the chariot. It almost looks like a spinning top. It's called a lingam. And it's a red lingam on the chariot, and it is a symbol of Shiva and Shakti. And that in of itself is um, a symbol of the union of the feminine and the masculine energy. And that's what we spoke about yesterday in the lover's card. So again, we have a symbol of learning how to harmonize our intuitive and logical minds, which is going to be... Uh, something that helps us tremendously with having victory over whatever it is we are moving toward. Remember, this card is victory. So there is an eight-pointed star in his crown that is also standing out. Uh, If you look at the top of his head, there's an eight-pointed star And that is symbolic of a few different things. So one thing it can be a symbol of is Ishtar. And Ishtar is the goddess of love and also the goddess of war. So it reminds me of, in Buddhism, um, uh, being a warrior, there is also a gentleness to that. Love and war. So it also reminds me of being firm and flexible. Again, we have that energy of the feminine and the masculine. And also tuning into, you know, the support of our emotion to fuel what it is we put into action. A lot of times when we hear like our emotion, there could be like a negative connotation. Like we do something from a space of emotion and it means it's erratic. But sometimes our emotion is... um, you know, what we are passionate about, and it is a very beautiful and positive energy. And, you know, our love can be what drives us. So let's say it depends on the type of emotion. And even if it's an emotion that we think of as a lower energy, say it's like anger or sadness, we could still use the power of that type of emotion and Let it be used in a way that supports us. So if you are angry about something, if you are sad about something, if you want to see change, you can use that energy for the greater good. You know, you can use that energy, that upset 
to drive you to do something to create change. So there's a lot of power in what we, uh, what we feel and what we do with the energy of what we feel. Now, another thing about this eight-pointed star is it can be a symbol of the eightfold path, which is also Buddhism, and that can speak to the possibility of this um, person having a quest for divine knowledge. You know, sometimes when we are going to make a move or we are uh, trying to have victory over something or be successful at something, we want to know the highest and best way to execute. So again, it's about accessing that inner wisdom, that divine knowledge. Now, the chariot in of itself is in motion. So again, consider where you are headed. What are you working on? What are you moving forward with in your life right now? Or is there possibly anything that you are trying to move forward with but you currently feel stuck or you don't feel motivated how can we turn that around how are you directing yourself and with this energy today think of if you're being directed by internal or external forces or motivations Is it internal or external? Now, another symbol on this card, um, on the front of the chariot, we see this um, sun disc with blue wings, which is um, symbolic of the Egyptian sun god, Ra. And this could be about the spiritual mind and, you know, the wings of aspiration. So, Again, there's a lot of energy around this in terms of how we use our will being directly tied into our spiritual mind and bringing that down into action. And, you know, again, just like what I said about the emotions, our, emo our emotions fuel the action that we take, you know, also think of if you are allowing yourself to access your intuitive nature, your higher consciousness, allowing yourself to see things from a higher point of view before acting or implementing whatever it is that you may be working towards. Now, he also has the um, uh, moon. There are... the. Um, the symbol of the moon on each of his shoulders. And the moon is a symbol of receptivity. So being receptive to that inner wisdom. And receptivity is like a big word I, I really want to highlight because we all have access to our inner wisdom. We all have access to our intuitive mind. But how receptive do we allow ourselves to be? And you know, again, we can get caught up in I don't know how and how does that work and do I trust myself? This is where we come back to what I always say we have to practice. But we also have to be committed to taking the time to sit with ourselves, to listen to that inner wisdom and allowing ourselves again to be receptive to it. 
So what is one easy way? Meditation. And I will say, um, because I know that can sound like, oh, all right, for people who are maybe struggling with their intuitive development. So if you do need help with uh, strengthening your intuition, I do have an online course called Intuitive Mastery, and you can uh, learn more about that on my website at uchi.com. It's uh, 12 modules that you go through at your own pace, but that also helps you to learn to understand how to connect with and work with your own intuitive mind. So we have this symbol of receptivity because the answers are within, which is something we constantly hear within the realm of spirituality. The answers are within. They are, you know, it's not just some uh, spiritual jargon, but it's something we have to practice in order to experience for ourselves. Okay, so we also have, uh, if you can see in the background, um, kind of down behind the grass, there is water. And as we've seen throughout these cards, that stream of water is symbolic of the stream of consciousness that is flowing down from the high priestess. And there are trees on the other side of the water. And again, there's grass in the front. And that is a symbol a symbol of the empress. Remember the empress? She was sitting in that beautiful lush field. So we have this energy, this stream of consciousness coming from the high priestess. And then this nature that is surrounding the stream itself to remind us of the empress and when we combine the two it is a symbol of growth growth in your consciousness growth in your awareness now one thing that is interesting about this if you look at his left hand his thumb is um, laying against his fingers. It looks as if he's holding something, but he's not holding anything. So that is meant to be a symbol of him holding invisible reins. You know, typically if someone were driving a chariot, there would be reins that they were holding. And his are invisible. So this is meant to be a symbol of um, con- the mind is actually what is controlling or guiding the chariot. He's controlling this vehicle. He's moving forward with the power of his mind. Which brings us back to the magician. And again, you would think of a chariot as having maybe like horses or something. But we see in front of him the two sphinxes. Again, speaking to the conscious, the subconscious, the blend of both accessing all of the mind. And then if we look at the fact that he is, um, you know, like a warrior, like there's like a military feel to him, this also gives us the energy of the emperor, the will of the emperor. So, Again, we're looking at the overview of all of the cards. Everything that you have explored this week is coming together to help you have victory over whatever it is you are moving towards or going forward with.
Now, one thing about this that reminds me of the um, Hierophant is in the background, you see the city. There's like buildings in the background. And remember that the Hierophant really spoke to kind of um, uh, the collective agreement or who is our teacher or, you know, accepting information without using our own discernment. So this is a symbol of him leaving that collective mind behind. He is coming forward away from what, he, what may have been passed down to him. He is taking his own fool's journey in a way, going in his own direction. So there's so much in this card. I mean, it really does uh, help to bring together all that we have learned this week. And he's sitting in this cube. I mean, his, his chariot looks hard like a concrete block. And we see this um, throughout the cards that we looked at. But even the high priestess was sitting on a what looked like a gray cube. And this gray cube is a symbol of the physical realm. And the canopy of stars above his head symbolized the upper realms or his inner wisdom. So we can look at this as, again, accessing your higher wisdom and how you bring that down into form. How you apply it. How you access your inner wisdom, your higher consciousness, and apply it to put this into action to support you. The mind is what moves you. The mind is what is guiding the chariot. So whatever it is you're working on in your life right now, maybe you have a project, maybe you are working on your business, maybe you are working on your relationship, whatever it may be, that is more most present in your life at this time, at the forefront. Maybe it is working on your spiritual development. Whatever it is, consider today how your mind is moving you. How is your mind and your emotion paying, playing a part in your willpower, what drives you? And remember that we have success through our efforts. We have to make an effort. But the key is also remembering that you have choice in your efforts. You have choice in how you move forward. You have choice in how you direct and guide the mind. You have choice in how you utilize the energy of your emotion. Now let's just look at the other cards really quickly since this is the summary of it. Let's see. We started with the Fool. <laughs> We're going off on this new adventure, this new journey. We have the Magician who reminds us that we have the tools um, to master our human nature. So again, acknowledging that choice that you have with how you use the mind. We have the High Priestess reminding you that you are one with all that exists and you have access to your mm, higher consciousness, the secrets of the universe. 
You just have to make the effort. You're the only one that can access that for you. We have the emperor reminding you that you are the one that governs your life. You are the one that has the power of choice, of governance. We have the hierophant who reminds us that a lot of what we are taught can be very useful for us, but you also have to use the discernment of your own mind, your own wisdom, your own experience to decide what is true and useful for you. But again, what we learn and what is handed down to us can have its use. We just want to take things with a grain of salt. And we had the lovers yesterday reminding us of the union within ourselves, getting to know and how to harmonize both our feminine and masculine energy, getting to know and learning how to harmonize our conscious mind and our subconscious mind. And this beautiful journey all leads up to the chariot and how we are applying all of this to drive our willpower to help us to be successful in our spiritual evolution to help us be successful in waking up to who and what we are and whatever it is that we are creating in our life. I just realized my Empress card is not here. I didn't mean to skip over her. I don't know where my Empress went. But the Empress was also there to remind us of our power of creation and that whatever it is that we are nurturing, that is what we will grow. So we don't want to forget about her. And now I have to find her. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Anyway, I can't wait to see what has come up for you this week. And I look forward to continuing the journey. Um, think about how your mind moves you today. And if you want to share with me, um, share with the group, if you would like to just talk, ask any questions at all about anything, be sure to join us in the Seeker Circle today. Again, I will be in there live at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. You can go to uchi.com, Y-E-W-C-H-I.com for access. So I look forward to discussing all of this beautiful energy with you all. Have a beautiful day and remember to always journey in love.